All right, welcome everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller. It's Monday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I'm so glad to have you all on the call. I know we've got a lot already on the call and many jumping on as we speak, and uh, it is just a tremendous Monday. I'll tell you, I feel so great, and hopefully, hopefully you're feeling great too, and if not, hopefully we can, we can give you a little boost of limitless life uh, right, in, right into your body so you can feel better about today. Um, I love Mondays. I, I really, really love Mondays. And you know what? It, always, it wasn't always this way. I used to, I used to trudge around and you know, really, uh, really not like the Monday morning. And if, if you're a, a human being, I'm thinking that you probably have had this experience once or twice in your life, at least where you, you look so forward to the weekend, to being not, you know, to not be working, doing something that you don't like. Uh, you get time with your family. You get to spend time doing what you want. And, uh, and then Monday comes around and it's kind of back to the grind, back to doing what you don't really want to be doing. And I'll, I'll tell you, life has changed. Life is different for me now. And I love Mondays because Monday is a new beginning. Monday is a new opportunity to choose something better. Monday is a new opportunity to choose to do things that will bring me closer to my goals. And even though there are, there are items on my to-do list that I don't necessarily love the most, I mean, let's, let's be real, as, as uh, much as I implement Belief Breakthrough and as much as I, I love it and believe it and know it, there are still things in life that uh, I don't really necessarily love doing. Although, I'm even taking those things and telling myself that I love them. And the more I do that, the more I begin to love even those things. This is the reality of Belief Breakthrough is it gets us into a space where we begin to create everything that we love and we choose to love everything that we're creating. See, I used to, I used to say that I wasn't, uh, wasn't detail-oriented or that I wasn't very much an oracle, that I hated the details. I used to tell myself that all the time. Now I tell myself I love the details. I tell myself that I love finding out and planning my day. I, I love all these things. And because I tell myself that I love these things, I look forward to doing it more. It, and it makes waking up for that Monday morning such an, an enthusiastic experience. It, it allows me to wake up and just want to be awake and want to create and want to learn and want to plan. I got up this morning and I got out of bed and uh, went to the gym, ran four miles, did a, did a nice workout uh, outside of that and worked some of my muscles and I just I felt so great I jumped on our conscious creator call this morning had an amazing call with our conscious creator group and it's just been a tremendous morning went straight from there into an appointment with an individual who's looking into our our limitless real estate community and uh, was able to share some extreme value and straight from there here onto this call and I'll tell you I just I just kind of feel on fire so I'm hoping that that I can communicate some of this excitement and joy and fire. And if you're feeling a little down or you feel like you need a little pick-me-up, maybe this can be a little bit of that boost for you today. Well, this week, um, we've got some amazing things happening. As always, there's, there's never, never a lack of things going on here. Um, to give you a little peek into last week, though, uh, last week we had our our Limitless Real Estate community met on Wednesday. We had our full-day training, which was tremendous. It ended in that evening where we had our real estate and partnering night. Had a great group of individuals come for that. On Friday and Saturday, we had our Mentor Academy. And we had a, just an amazing group at our Mentor Academy who played all out, came, came and showed up for themselves and for their group, and uh, just had a tremendous experience there with the, uh, with the Limitless Mentor Academy. And that takes us into this week. This week we've got... 
uh, our Limitless, our main event uh, happening the 30th, 31st, and 1st. And uh, if you haven't registered, if you're not planning on coming yet, or you know, you're kind of on the fence, you're not sure, get it, get, it, get it figured out and make the choice. We'd love to have you there. Come and bring as many people as you can with you. Uh, I'm telling you right now, this is the time to participate and, and play all out. Uh, many of you know that we've been talking about October 7th, which is coming up here uh, in, a, in a little over a month. And on October 7th, there's going to be some really fun things that are happening. Um, we're going to be talking about our, that's our full day breakthrough training. We're going to be releasing some new things. And those of you that are, are coming to this month's event and next month's event are going to have opportunities to come to that event as well. And, uh, you know, anyone that you know that could use some more breakthrough in their life, could use some massive shifts in their life, uh, you want to get them to come to Limitless first so that they can have some context for that October 7th full day event. Anyway, just so much is going on. I'm really, really excited for what we have in the mix. Check out our calendar on LimitlessMentor.com. Uh, look at what's happening, what's coming up, and, uh, and jump on in. Jump on in. Let, let us know how we can help and serve you uh, to create the limitless life that you really desire. Well, today we've got a really special individual on the phone with us today. Today we've got, uh, we've got Heather Berry on, and let me make sure we've, I've got you in here um, pulled in. Heather, are you there? I'm here. Awesome. Hey, welcome to the call. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Uh, many of you know Heather is one of our guardian angels. She's been serving and working with us here at Limitless for quite a long time now. And I, I, we're going to be talking today about the key to success. And I, I love talking about success. We were actually, I was talking about success uh, a little bit earlier this morning. But the key to success, Heather, you look at the key to success as as really knowing who you are. And I want to I want to start if if I could by asking you to tell us a little bit about your story, you know, where you came from and what caused you to get into what it is that you do best here. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate the opportunity to share my story today. So, um I grew up with an awesome family. Um I uh, was loved uh they, I was taught how important and special I was. And so up until about five years old, I, I knew who I was. I knew that I, I was sent here to do great things. I was taught I was a child, a literal child of God, and, and, and I knew that. And so I entered school years, and, uh, <laughs> and the kids at school had some other opinions. And I, I began to take those on. And slowly but surely, they became my identity, you know, and, and I never stopped knowing who I was because that was my family culture. It was reinforced at home. But what changed for me was that my internal dialogue, the voices running through my head, were exactly opposite of, of what I was taught and what I thought I knew. Um, and so it, it greatly impacted my life. I remember switching schools uh, um, around fourth grade and thinking, this is my fresh start. No one knows me. I get a fresh start. The kids don't know me from anywhere, and, and, and I can be who I want to be. But because I never changed my internal dialogue, that, that part of me that believed what had been fed to me at school for so many years, um, I created the same environment again. I created uh, the way people uh, approached me and how they responded to me and how, how they uh, dealt with me. And so this carried on through my life for... <laughs> 
I'm embarrassed to admit, about 30 years, I allowed these voices in my head to be dictating how I felt about myself, even though I knew better. And um, what really was a huge turnaround for me was being invited to the Limitless Seminar and and the, the things, that, the ideas that were opened up to me there, the, the ability to know that I could be a conscious creator of my own reality. So that's just my, me in a nutshell. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that. Can I, if, can, I go, can I dive a little deeper into that story for just a moment? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Would you, would you mind talking about some of the things, some of the beliefs and maybe some of the things that were said to you that you, that you chose to take on as a kid? Yeah, so um, I write about this uh, in my chapter in the Limitless book. Um, one of the one of the key moments um, for me was walking into kindergarten, and I and I cried. I I my mom dropped me off, and I was terrified to be there, and so I would cry every morning, and I just I felt scared. I felt unsure, and I remember. Um, my teacher being really irritated by this. Uh, and, I, and I can understand uh, having a child that's crying every day. Um, but I remember this moment, like, vividly, walking in the room. Everyone was already sitting down, like a half circle in the front of the room. And one of the girls in the class turned around to me and kind of, it wasn't in a loving, it's okay kind of way. She's like, Heather, stop crying. It's fine. And in that moment, I, I know that I took on the belief that it wasn't safe to be me. It wasn't safe to express emotions. It wasn't safe to be authentic to how I was actually feeling. And, and as a result, I retreated. Um, I became very, very shy. I did not know how to talk to people. Um, I, I became a bit manipulated to get um, attention because I didn't know how to get it authentically. I had to create ways to receive attention. Um, and along the way, you know, that, that just that, um, catapulted the, the comments and the criticism and the, and that really it was bullying ultimately is what I experienced. And so it was fascinating to me how as I became conscious where that all started at five years old, me taking on a belief it wasn't safe to be me, and I created my environment. I created how people were reacting to me even though I hated it. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate that. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot uh, of individuals that can, you know, relate to those experiences. Uh, life, life throws a lot of different challenges, and obviously, there's always different people with different perspectives. And uh, and and as kids, we are often put into those types of situations. The reality is, is as adults, those situations they don't really change. I mean, they, we're still confronted with with certain things like that that we get to decide. Um, how how did that how do you feel like that threw you out of out of alignment first of all and how did that being out of alignment you know show up in your day to day life so uh, how I how it threw me out of alignment was that I literally lost sight of who I actually was um, I didn't know who that person was and and it's almost like the way I see it in my head is that I began putting on like layers and layers of clothing over the top of me until it became so thick that you couldn't tell who I was, what I really looked like, because I was just so layered with with all these opinions of who I actually was, and then hiding. I felt like I needed to hide. And so what it ended up creating for me was 
this lack of understanding of why I was here, this lack of purpose. I, I had um, had my faith and the things that I was taught as a child that helped me guide me towards what I thought or what looked like would be my purpose. I knew that I desperately wanted to have my own family um, get married and have children, and I knew that was a big part of what I wanted to create with my life. But outside of that, I didn't know. In fact, I have a, a memory, a very vivid memory of being with my sister-in-law, and she's a very passionate woman. She has, uh, she just knows why she's here and what her mission is, and she was just talking about what she was doing. And, and then she stopped, and she didn't want to leave me out. She's like, what is it you're passionate about? What is it? Why are you here? What are you doing? And I remember just feeling so, like, my mind was blank. I didn't know. I, I had taken on other people's passions along the way. I would have some close friends, and their passions would become my passions. But they weren't really true, truly mine. And, and I was so far out of alignment, so far buried under all of those layers, that I simply didn't know. And it was a big concern for me because I believed or I knew that I was here for a reason, that there is something great that we all can do. I, I believe that line of thinking, or I, I, I say believe, I knew that line of thinking, but I, I, I didn't quite believe that I was capable of that. And so I was, what it created for me in my life was disconnection because I felt, uh, I felt really stuck. I, I, I knew I should be doing something, and I didn't know how, and I didn't know who I was. And so I would disconnect whenever anything got too much for me or overwhelming. And uh, there were just, you know, days on end where I would be Netflix binging or something just to escape my reality um, because I didn't, I wasn't comfortable not knowing who I was. So, you know, you, you, hit, you hit this this space. And where were you? What, what was the space that you were in when you were first invited? To limitless. Um, I had been uh, prepared a little bit uh, with some ideas about conscious creation of my life, and I had uh, attended the month before a, a seminar where I was learning a lot about uh, vision boards and the power of my own thoughts and words. And so I had a little bit of preparation coming in, but ultimately the way I, I describe myself at that time was a shell of a human being. I, I was sitting there. I remember the greatness I see in you, that first icebreaker that we do at our event. And just the idea of getting up and interacting with another person that I didn't know was terrifying to me. To, to, to have to look at them and introduce myself, I, I, it was the last thing in the world I wanted to do. And so I, I really was struggling at that point. I was um, kind of in the bout of, of some depression and and all that, you know, binge-watching type thing to escape my life. So I, it, was, it was a low point for me and, and definitely much needed uh, at that time. It was, it was perfect for me when it showed up because I was really stuck. So what got you to say yes? To say yes to Limitless and moving forward? Well, to the invite. You know, I mean, when, when that... Oh, the invite. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, it's funny. I came up with all of the the excuses of, well, it's three days. <laughs> I my you know my husband would have to take off work. Is it really worth it? I can do this on my own. I I'm kind of the, I was the queen of I can do things on my own, um, and yeah. I had had some su- some success with that. Uh, but I I 
my friend was very adamant, uh, very serious that this was something that I needed to, and she, she cared. And I knew that, that it was important to her, and that's ultimately what led me to say yes, so mostly for her and a little bit more for me. But it, it, was, it was because she reached out and she kept reaching out. So per- persistence got it, right? It, it, yeah. It, it got you there. That's good to know. Yeah. So, so you, you, you attended Limitless. After you went, um, you became more conscious about your beliefs, you know, kind of where, where you stood. Um, what were your next steps? What really helped you to get to where you are now? So as I sat in Limitless, I remember um, Anthony Donovalis was up, up on stage and uh, just for a brief moment, and he was sharing his experience with the inner circle. And and in that moment, I had a complete meltdown. Um, I just began sobbing and crying, and I, I realized that what I desperately needed to be able to make progress in my life, the progress that I had tried for years to create and didn't know how I needed support, I needed a, a system. We talked at Limitless a lot about you're the sum of the five top five people you hang out around the most. And I realized that if I wanted to create change in my life, lasting change, and have the support I needed to surround myself with people. And so I knew that the inner circle was the place that I, I needed to be, and it was, it was perfect for me. And I had to, you know, uh, really that was my first <laughs> opportunity to consciously create something because I didn't know how it was going to be possible, but I knew it was the right choice. And I, w- I went forward in faith. And so that, that's really what, what caused me to be here right now is, is having faith in, in knowing what my right answer was and surrounding myself with people that were on that same path. It's been huge. So along that, along that journey, um, do you feel like you were met with opposition? And how did that show up for you and how did you deal with it? So, yeah, there were... Uh, Opposition was abundant. When you begin consciously looking at those beliefs that are guiding and driving your life, it shows up pretty heavily. And I, and I would say that probably some of the very hardest work you do is in the beginning because you're, you're digging out like years and years and layers of sludge and grime and things that, that you just... Um, didn't even know it was there. And so I, I struggled with, uh, with having faith in, in, in the answers I was receiving. I, I struggled with uh, um, with this courage to reach out when I needed help because I had been, um, I'd been operating for such a long time with this I can do it on my own mentality. Um, but ultimately, what I loved is that every time I, I did, I went through the process and I did my belief breakthrough, I always ended up with a peaceful feeling that an action, uh, like an action step to, to move me forward. It wasn't stuck anymore. And I didn't always have all the answers, but it was this forward, forward momentum that was huge. And um, I remember Chris talking about this principle um, a little while ago at one of our inner circle meetings about how he had the, the last worst day of his life a couple of years ago. Um, 
because every time he did the work, every time he did the belief breakthrough, he was able to have the same calm, the same peace that he always did. So no matter what the trial, no matter what the opposition, he always got to come back to the same place. So why allow the opposition to affect him? And that really resonated with me. And I can definitely second that when you do the work and when you turn right away and you rewrite those neural pathways in your brain to automatically go to breakthrough, you get the same peaceful, amazing feeling and forward momentum every single time. So why delay it? Why wait? Why wallow when you don't have to? I love that. So what was your turning point? Um, what was you know, maybe the, the number one biggest breakthrough that helped you really fully step into conscious creation? So for me, it was coming to the understanding and realization of who I actually was who my divine self was. I remember um, probably a few months into my belief breakthrough journey and, and all of this, it was a whirlwind at the beginning. I began, I had broken through enough beliefs that I, I began to feel like I was, it was concerning to me all of a sudden. I felt like I was losing a part of myself. And would I really recognize this new person that I was becoming? And I, it was the strangest thing because I wanted to be getting rid of all these things that were holding me back, but they were my identity or I had believed they were my identity. And so I started to mourn them and mourn the loss of who I was a bit. And, and then I had my biggest breakthrough. And I remember where I was. I was in the car on my way driving on vacation, summer vacation. And, um, and my breakthrough was that I didn't have to change. I already am who I want to be. I already am that person. And like that, that analogy I, I mentioned in the beginning about all those like clothes that, or you know, things covering us up, I was just getting to peel back those layers and remember who I actually am. And it just changed everything for me, this knowledge and understanding that I already am everything I want to be and meant to be and will be. I just have the awesome opportunity to get to remember, to peel back those layers. And to, become, and to step into her because she's already there. That's awesome. Very powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So what, what can we do? I mean, I, I know that, um, you know, these, these words of life are super empower, uh, empowering and important to you. And I, I'd love for you to maybe take our, our listeners here on a little bit of a journey. Are you, are you willing to kind of take them through a process? Absolutely. I would love to. I would love that. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. So one of the, the best ways to understand and know who we actually are, who our divine, true divine self is, is to, create, to really create a manifesto for ourselves. Something that we have in front of us, something that we can memorize, something that we get to look at daily to remind ourselves. Because what really ends up happening when, when life feels too hard or when opposition feels too great, really what's going on is we're forgetting or we don't yet know who we actually are. And, um, and so I have this personal manifesto worksheet that was uh, inspired by a man named Rob Robson uh, who did an excellent presentation. And I took some of his ideas and I created a worksheet that I love to share with my clients. Um, and, I, and I'd love to walk uh, someone through a few of these prompts, this, uh, this worksheet, to help create a personal manifesto for you. And 
and as I do that, so first of all, in a moment I'm going to invite somebody who feels called to create with me right now to go ahead and come forward. And Stephen, I don't know how they do that. Do they have to push a button or something? Yeah, we're on Q&A mode right now, so those okay. people press star six. Okay, so pressing star six, if that's you in just a moment. So prepare and really check in, see if that, that might be you. But the rest of everyone who's listening, I invite you to grab a paper and a pencil and to write down some of these questions. Um, it's really a nine-step process, and um, for anyone who would like the entire process, I will give my email out at the end of this, and I'd be happy to send it over to you so that you can work on it fully. Um, so, but before I begin, I'd like to share my personal manifesto with you. Um, this is something that I created that I get to repeat daily, and that helps me remember who I am, why I'm here, and why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am strong, determined, and possess great personal character. I am excellent at being calm and finding solutions, all while retaining a good sense of humor. My marriage to my husband is my supreme priority, and together we raise a righteous prosperity unto the Lord. Each day I balance my time between nurturing my family, helping others understand and be wise stewards of their agency, and increasing my knowledge and wisdom. I teach others how to break through the limitations that prevent them from knowing who they actually are. I am abundant. All resources that support my mission flow to me. I am open to receiving all that God has decreed to be mine. I reverence my body, hold her sacred, and love her unconditionally. I am emotionally intelligent and in complete control of my mind, heart, and emotions. I bring the world the tools of freedom. I am the conscious creator of my life and dedicate my time, talents, and resources to my mission and purpose. So this is... This is my personal manifesto, and it gets to grow and expand with me as I learn more about who I actually am. But right now in this moment, I'd like to invite somebody who feels called to begin creating their own to press star six, and we'll work together. If that's you, I invite you to do that now. All right. We've got our first caller here. I'm going to go ahead and bring this person on. Uh, phone number ending in 7498. Go ahead. Hi, who's this? You may be muted out still on your side. I'm sorry, this is Colleen. <laughs> there you are. Colleen. Um, yeah. Hey, Colleen. Hi, How are you? I'm good. I, I have good. struggled with my manifesto and I probably change it twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I I go ahead and I turn on the music like, like um was it Ann Webb that said that to turn on um baroque music and and mm-hmm. to put it to that music and I have listened to it and a lot but I just I just have trouble with it really resonating with me and finding all of the powerful words that I want in there you know okay well, are you open to trying on a few of these prompts and see what you get to create? Sure. Okay. All right. So the first prompt, um, this is my absolute favorite, and it's number one. And why I love it so much is that sometimes we have a hard time knowing who, like we don't know where to start. 
who am I really? And it just feels, it feels, um, I know in the past I felt overwhelmed and then I would stop. I wouldn't create it. So the first question I like to ask is, name three personal heroes. This gives such an amazing insight into who you actually are. So Colleen, who are three of your personal heroes? Um, probably Victor Frankel. And, okay. Um, I already had that memorized before I ever came to Limitless. And Helen Keller was one that has been a, a long lifetime one. Um, and then probably the Prophet Joseph Smith. Okay. Perfect. All right. With those three personal heroes, what is one attribute that you admire most about them? So let's start with Victor Frankl. What's one attribute that you I truly admire about him? I think all three of them have got the the main basic ones is that they that they come across opposition and find their source of power through that opposition. So find they find their power through opposition. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Now let's continue forward a little bit. Let's let's go through. Um, the next two, and locate another attribute that that you admire most about them. So let's go with Helen Keller. What's another attribute you admire, Colleen? Um, she never had limits placed on her because she couldn't understand what other people were saying, and I think that that, to me, is probably the biggest thing for Helen, is that she didn't even have the opportunity to hear her limitations or hear what other people thought of her or see anything like that. And I just feel like she really soared through that, through that missing opinion, you know, that we take on, we take on, um, we value other people's opinions way too much. Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly, that you, what you admire about her is that she stands independent of other people's opinions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then what about the last one, Joseph Smith? What is it that you admire most about him? Um, just his power of revelation, even in his personal life. That that's something I read just yesterday, I think, was what somebody wrote. I think it was in Stacey Harmer's post of 40-Day Challenge, but um, somebody wrote that when he was um, found an enemy that, that really attacked him personally, he's, he's asked himself if he had personally laid that brick for that foundation to grow with that person, and if he did, he repented, and and he forgave that person right away and and carried on with his life despite all of the the things that um, were going on around him and the people that wanted to put him in prison and and even the financial stresses. He just was, he knew who he was in spite of all of those challenges. Okay. All right. Excellent. So the reason why I ask this question and why I love this question is because I believe that the things that we admire most in other people are a peak. It's revealing a little glimpse 
of who we actually are. It's not who because we, we don't be possess it yet. <laughs> Say that again. Or who we want to be because I really want to be independent and not worry about and think about what other people think. Because <laughs> well, I, I know, started listening to myself and that's basically what, you know, they yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I submit that this is actually a strength of yours, that it's who you actually are and you just don't yet remember and that by, by taking a look at who it is we admire, we get a glimpse of who our divine selves truly are. And so why I love the way this starts off is it because it opens up the possibilities of who we are, and then we get to really dive into what we want to create. So the first sentence on your personal manifesto is, my life is full of, and then you fill in the blank. So Colleen, your life is full of, finding power through opposition, being independent of the beliefs and opinions of others, and having great power in revelation, forgiveness, and knowing who you are. How does that feel? That feels great. Okay. Awesome. So that's, that's number one. First question on our manifesto worksheet. So let's move on to another one. This one, now, hopefully, with, uh, with this opening up this, this vision for you, we're now a little bit uh, easier in, in understanding what our natural talents are. And sometimes that, at least for me, that was hard to, well, what is it I do best? I don't, I don't know. But knowing a little bit about who you divinely are opens up the window of possibility for understanding and and, and being able to speak what your actual natural talents are right now, the ones that you're fully aware of. So, Colleen, what are your top three natural talents? Um, I guess it's perseverance. Okay. Um, I have the ability, I think, to... Um, discern what when I get information intuitively, you know, just I, I how to how okay. to discern if, if I have a problem, it seems like it, it just lines up, I hear something, it connects, I just go with it and like with my I had ocular rosacea at this one time in my life and I could barely see, I couldn't wear my contacts. I, I really was having this struggle, and I heard on the TV one time about this doctor. He said, well, if you want an, a nice facelift, try sardine oil, because you could just pop open a can of sardine oil and put it on your face, leave it for you know a couple minutes and wash it off, and you've got a facelift just that fast. And so I put that on my eyes, and I never got another sty, and I, you know, I just intuitively knew that that was going to help me, and it, I... I have been able to do all of, you know, with my vision. My vision's actually gotten better with ocularization, and that's unheard of. So Awesome. So discernment, I think that's, that's a, an amazing gift and talent. Thank you for sharing that. What, what's one more, Colleen? Um, I, I think just my love. Okay. 
So loving others, is that what you're what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And probably right. my my awareness of others. Awesome. All right. So the next sentence of your personal manifesto is I am excellent at and call in your answers where I am excellent at perseverance, discernment, loving and being aware of others. How's that feel? Feels great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay, I think we have time for one more. And this part, uh, we talk a lot about I am statements and new beliefs at Limitless. So this is a part where you're able to write three I am statements about who you are in the areas of wealth, body, and mind. So let's start with wealth, Colleen. What do you want to believe about your ability to create wealth? Um, my service is valuable and I honor others and myself. With, my service um, is valuable and I yeah, honor myself and others with what I charge, I guess. Um, I am creative is, is this still on financial? <laughs> um, we're going to do one sentence for wealth. So my service is valuable. Let's start. Let's let's leave it that that one, and then let's go on to body. What about your body that you want to believe? I my body is aware of well, my spirit is aware of my body's needs, and I follow intuitively in taking care of my health and my. Um, my healing, I guess. Okay. For the sake of of time, I wrote, my spirit is aware of my body's needs. Is that accurate? Did I write that yeah. correctly? Okay. And then your mind. What do you believe about your mind? It's clear and active and that I... I catch up on, um, I, I catch things that are subtle. Okay. All right. So what I heard you say was my service is valuable. I honor others with my services. My spirit is aware of my body's needs. My mind is clear, active, and I catch things that are subtle. Did I get that accurate? Yeah. Accurately written down? Okay. All right. So like I said, there are about nine other um, prompts, and I will be happy to email those out to each person on the call today. But what I would like to do, and Colleen, did you, I, I imagine you did, did you write down these these new beliefs as we were going? I, I caught some of them. I, I uh, went, it went pretty fast, so I was thinking a lot. <laughs> um, well, I'll go ahead and, and since I took the notes, I'll, I'll read back what we, what we gathered for you today. Okay. And, and then I'll be sending, I'll send that on to you after the call is over. 
So Colleen, your personal manifesto so far is, my life is full of finding power through opposition, being independent of other people's opinions, and the power of revelation. I forgive and I know who I am. I am excellent at being at perseverance, discernment, and loving others and being aware of others as well. My service is valuable. I honor others with my services. My spirit is aware of my body's needs. My mind is clear, active, and I catch things that are subtle. How does that feel, Colleen? Feels good. Okay. It feels true. It feels really true. Awesome. And that's exactly what we want to create. We want to we want to spark our memory of who we are because I believe that that, that divine self our whole lives is trying to help us to remember by giving us opportunities in front of us that help us to, to seek after who we actually are. And I believe that that's why limiting beliefs show up. And when we're conscious of them, we get to break through them and get one step closer to revealing our true divine selves. So, Colleen, I just want to thank you so much for being vulnerable and, and doing this exercise with us this morning. And hopefully... Um, it's the start of an awesome manifesto for you. And for everyone else listening, I would love to share this worksheet with you. I'd be happy to email it. So if you have a pen and paper, my email address is heatherjberry, B-E-R-R-Y, at gmail.com. And if you just send me an email in the subject line saying personal manifesto worksheet, I will be happy to send that on to you um, later today and so that you all have the opportunity. And so and please feel free to email me back with questions or um, anything that you might need support with as you are creating this manifesto because I truly believe that if we can step powerfully into understanding even just a glimpse right now of who we really are, we get to be successful. We get to have the big why to keep pushing us through opposition as it comes and as we continue to grow and, and go through life. It's a powerful, powerful thing. So thank you so much for thank playing with you. me, Colleen. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Stephen, for having me on this morning. Heather, our pleasure. Thank you for taking your time and for jumping on the call and, uh, and sharing with us how we can create a more powerful life for ourselves through these, these daily manifestos. It's been a great call, so thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Well, let's go ahead and end like usual. Let's, I'm going to take everyone off of Q&A mode. We're going to unmute everyone. On the count of three, we're going, to, we're going to yell a huge, I am limitless. On the count of three, one, two, three. I am limitless. Have a great day. <laughs>